What up, Grizz Nation? Thank you for joining us again in this special episode of 10 Minutes or Less. Let's go ahead and get into it. I am your host, Daniel Greer, and we are a part of the Lead Sports Media. You can follow them at the Lead SM. You can follow Free Basketball at Free Basketball 3, and you can follow me at Daniel Greer. But let's go ahead and get into it. Last night's game, it was a two-man show. The Ant-Man against Ja. What a game. In the end, the Grizzlies prevailed. Maybe Carl Anthony Towns helped because of that. It really looks suspicious there in the fourth quarter. A lot of bad passes, a lot of weird play by him. But in the end, it was a 139-135 to win for the Grizzlies. It was a get-right game, and they got right. So let's go ahead and get to the box score a little bit on the Timberwolves side. As we talked about, Anthony Edwards, 42 points, 7 assists, 6 rebounds. Wow. The guy played his butt off. One of his best games of the year, I'd have to say. Uh, I know he's had a better game uh, points-wise, but realistically, 8 of 9 from the three-point line, 17 of 22. 17 of 22. What an absolute game. And then if you just put in the assists and the rebounds, good God. The guy looked absolutely the best draft pick in the entire draft. He looked like the rookie of the year. I give that to LaMelo Ball still, but he's making a really good claim to be one of the best rookies to come out of this, if not the best uh, moving forward. But let's uh, break down the rest of the box score real quick. 22 points for Carl Anthony Towns. 22 points for D'Angelo Russell, Naj Reed help, Hernan Gomez help, but that was it. It was the Anthony Edwards show, and without him, they looked bad. They didn't look great at all. They had a lot of fast break points, but realistically, it was Anthony Edwards going 8 of 9 that kept them in the game. They went on that run, your boy, doubled up on his pick, and I made sure I came out a healthy, healthy bag of money after that game, that win from the Grizzlies. So I definitely took the Grizzlies, and when they went down, I hammered them at the plus one and a half. You should do the th- the same thing. If they ever go down live in a game, please. When this team needs it, and when Ja just says that he's self-proclaimed top five point guard in the league, you better believe that he's going to win. Looking at the Grizzlies box score, we talked about Ja earlier. 37 points, 10 assists. He did have help from Dylan Brooks with 16 points. Kyle Anderson, 20 points. Uh, Brandon Clark, 12. Xavier Tillman, 11. And Desmond Bain, another good night shooting. 4 of 9 from deep. 8 of 14 overall. 22 points. It was a good game. It was a weird game, though. Uh, Desmond Bain looked good at times. He looked okay at times. Uh, The rest of the team, we looked a little out of sync overall. There was nothing that really was the flow of the game besides jaw. Jaws 37 points, and his his getting to the rim was really the factor. He had 25 shots, but he went 14 of 25. In the end, that's a that's winning. That's what Jaw does is when he gets into the paint. And if you look at the total team stats on these teams, they were very identical. Overall, 53 uh 50 above 50% from the field. They both shot 48% from three-point line. Uh, if you look at the assists, 30-plus for each. Uh, points off turnovers, 24-21. Fast break points, it was 12 for the Grizzlies, 17 for the Timberwolves. Points in the paint, this is the deciding factor. 72 for the Grizzlies, 58 for the Timberwolves. So 
in the end, we got into the paint, which Jaw does, and that was the difference. And so I give this game really to the self-proclaimed top five point guard in the league, Jaw, because he was the reason we won. And let me break down the reason that Desmond Bain has looked so good, even though I'm really worried, and I know this doesn't matter, and some people will you know, kind of stick their nose up at this, but the plus or minus, I pay attention to just to see what your effect is on the on the court. For example, Danthony Melton, in 25 minutes, he was a plus nine. He's doing a lot of different things. Even though Desmond Bain scored, he was in for 31 minutes, sole factor in this game, 22 points, he was a minus seven. I wonder, and I'm going to keep watching this, he was a big minus in the last game. There's something going on, I think, with this plus-minus with Desmond Bain. I don't know if his shooting is really so great and his defense is just so bad or if he's catching a weird flip-flop of the lineups that he's having to keep us in the game. But he was one of the reasons we won the game. So is it his shot or his two or three shots late in the fourth quarter that we overlooked the rest of the game? Or is he playing and is he playing bad in that first part of the game and just coming up clutch? So maybe he's just clutch and that's really what's happening is we're overlooking the rest of his play. So if those shots don't fall, do we look at this game, a Desmond Bain game, completely different? I'm not sure. I, I don't want to harp on that too much because that, that number can move and be weird. But in the end, Desmond Bain shot very good and helped the Grizzlies actually clinch that game because it was coming down weird. Even though Carl Anthony Towns, I think there's something going on. He had a lot of weird bad passes that just didn't look like him throwing straight out of bounds. Maybe he's trying to uh, get the phone call from the corporate office. Excuse me, Mr. Towns, we'd like to lose this game. We uh, need to be in the top three or the bottom three for that. But uh, let's get into uh, John Moran a little bit. He, the reason he is being so good right now in this game and the way we're going to win the rest of the season is he's got to get into the paint. What that does, when he gets into the paint, everybody's eyes go to him. For one, you don't want to get dunked on. But two, he wants to get to the front of the rim, and everybody knows that. If you watch this game and you watch the future games, you'll see Ja get past his first defender, whether it's a pick and roll or not, get past his first defender, Somebody has to collapse. Somebody has to come over and guard him. And when that happens, you're going to see those short corners, such as Desmond Bain. And even that a little bit outside the, the top of the key, not top of the key, but the side, the left wing or right wing, even though it might be a little bit deeper that Desmond Bain likes to shoot, look at those side corners as well, the short corner. And that's where Kyle Anderson and Desmond Bain love to hit that open three. And that is what's happening. Those guys are flourishing due to Ja getting into the paint. So we are our best when he can get into the paint. He doesn't have to score. All he has to do is create and kick. He's creating and getting into the lane and kicking it out to those short corner threes. If you continue to watch Ja work, when we're our best is when he has the ball in his hand and he is getting downhill driving towards the rim. I want him to continue to keep kicking because that's when we're the best. And even if those two guys aren't open or aren't there, there's always some big man that is kind of shallowing out in the in the post, in the in the, the weak side post. He shallows out a little bit. 
His defender leaves him to go to Jaw, and it's a nice dump down. That's what makes Jaw so special. So watch those short defensive, uh, the, the, those collapse when the, their defenders come over and get on Jaw. You're going to see the kick out to the short corners, which he does a lot, as well as the postman who's on the weak side. He's actually shallowing out and creating that space to be able to get the ball for an easy dunk or layup. So that's what makes Jaw so good, and that's what makes the Grizzlies so good. But let's look at the standings real quick and who we have the Pistons coming up. Uh, the Grizzlies are back into eighth place, half a game up. Uh, we do have an easier schedule overall than Golden State, but their schedule is not very hard at all. We have seven games remaining tonight against the Pistons on a back-to-back. We're favored by nine points right now. And so I believe that with, with the scouting report that's going on and the injury reports going on with them, there's not much that they're going to put out there. Uh, Diallo is out. Wayne Ellington, Jimmy Grant, Josh Jackson, Corey Joseph, Rodney McGruder, Mason Plumley, and Dennis Smith Jr. all are out tonight. So it is going to be a free-for-all. Watch Sadiq Bay and Frank Jackson. Those two guys are going to be their best players for the Pistons tonight. So uh, what we have to do is not play down to their level, get out to a first-quarter score, and just put the put the hammer in the nail right away. Just start hammering. In the second quarter, do the same thing as eventually third quarter just kind of turns itself to be that way. But don't want to spend too much time on the Pistons because in the end, I think that they want to lose this game. It's all about the Grizzlies if they want to win. Uh, going forward, it's it's going to be weird. And I know we're going to go over this 10-minute mark real quick, but I, I think another minute might actually help us. Um, if you look at the standings, we want to cheer on the San Antonio Spurs. I do not want to see New Orleans in the playoffs. They are the 11th seed a game and a half back. Their schedule, New Orleans and San Antonio, is a little iffy, a little tough on both of them. Golden State does have an easy schedule, but we want to make sure that going forward, we don't want to keep just saying we want the Spurs to lose. We need them to start winning here because we want to keep New Orleans out. But the Lakers are sliding as well. They're only a half game up on Portland. They have a big game tonight against the Clippers. Wow. The Lakers could lose right here. And that would slide them down in the seventh seed, which would make a 7-8 matchup for the Grizzlies. So a lot to watch that's going on. Uh, the top, Utah, Phoenix are flip-flopping back and forth. Denver and the Clippers are both tied um, at the 3-4 and four spot. Dallas is now tied with the Lakers. There's a lot going on between the Lakers, the Dallas Mavericks, and the Portland Trailer Brothers. So watch those standings and, and make sure you're, you're paying attention to the rest of the league. We're going to keep seeing these teams jockey and move around in the West because there's a lot of volatility right now. So, uh, But that's all we have this week. or Not this week. That's all we have tonight. Uh, we want to take on the Pistons. It is a 7 o'clock game. So just make sure you're there watching that. Um, and here we go again, back in the winning way. A get-right game for us. Thank goodness. Thank goodness, Jaw. The self-proclaimed top five point guard in the league. Me wearing my hashtag no chip shirt today. A lot of good in the M-Town. Y'all be good. Be nice. Tell your friends. <laughs>